You are listening to an episode of the Lucky Girl Complex, hosted by me, Lara Weber. <laughs> <laughs> Before I begin today's show, I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land in which I'm recording this podcast today. I would like to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hello guys and welcome back to the Lucky Girl Complex. So I had a bit of a break last week. There wasn't an episode and I'm still like not 100% recovered, but I've been really sick, which is why I didn't post one last week. I was completely bedridden and I'm only just now starting to feel a little bit better. Funny story, I actually was going to post an episode that I pre-recorded today. So I started editing it and it's so funny. It's an episode that I had recorded before I actually like started the podcast. It's like like a pre-recorded one. And I was like, oh, like I'll keep these to, you know, post when I'm like busy all that kind of stuff and I listened to it and it's just funny I just sounded so not not like comfortable with speaking to this mic which I find so funny because at the time I was like yeah like this is perfect like I can post all of them and I've realized now that actually over the past few weeks literally I'm becoming more and more like natural with speaking to the microphone I guess at first it's one of those things where it's like the second someone tells you there's a camera tells you there's a mic you just don't even realize but you start to become a bit more I don't know like mechanical like less natural so I was like you know what instead of me trying to salvage that episode I'm just going to film a completely new one and it's also a completely different episode and yeah I'm really excited and happy that I'm back recording today and what I'm talking about today is principles that have changed my life they're just you know across the board completely different principles about completely different things but things that I think overall summarized are the things that have really helped me change my life in terms of elevating, being more open to trying new things, being more happy, more confident, like just anything you can possibly think of in terms of healing, growth, anything that's just made me a better version of myself or just a happier version of myself. And I think they're things that hopefully you will find really useful because they're definitely things that are so, so useful to me again in my everyday life. So I've got my little list here. I'm just going to get straight into it. So the first one that I have wrote down is what you focus on expands. So that this is the principle that whatever you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on positive things, you're going to notice more positive things come to you. If you're focused on negative, more negative things are going to um, come to you. And this isn't like some really like you know, it's not like witchcraft or anything. It's just more meaning that, you know, when they say, if you are looking for something, you start to notice it everywhere. If you're like, I really want a black G-Wagon, you'll start to notice black G-Wagons everywhere because you're paying closer attention to it. It's just the way that your mind works. So if you are like, you know, when you wake up and you're like, you miss your alarm and then you spill your breakfast and you're just like, this day is so bad. And then everything that happens just feels like it's getting worse and worse because you're like, oh, and then I couldn't get a car spot and that was so bad. And then it just, it's like you end up in this spiral. So being really conscious of the idea that whatever I focus on expands, if I can force myself to find something to be really happy and grateful about, I'm going to automatically see and find more things to be happy and grateful about. If I'm like determined to have a good day, every small thing that happens to me is going to feel like, wow, I'm just having the best day ever like it's just good things just keep on happening and that's something that I always try to remind myself especially when I'm in down slumps that 
okay, I feel this way about something and I'm going to either let it go, release it, or I'm going to let it fester and just watch things get worse and worse and worse. And that's literally always what happens. It's really frustrating because sometimes you, when you annoyed or sad or whatever you just want to sit in that ceiling you want that ceiling that feeling you just want to be like you know like i i just want to have my feel sorry for myself time i want to just sit with it and you just notice that you just end up spending even more time being unhappy and it's just so so unnecessary okay that's pretty much it for that one so next one on the list i have is developing this or better mindset this is something that is brings me the most peace ease in life in so many ways like more than I can even count I, I feel like this is definitely involved with it's it's kind of I guess a way a faith-based thought process it takes a lot of you know you, we don't ever know for sure our futures are not written and planned out for us and there's no way you can actually factually see what is coming for you but when I've cultivated this mindset of thinking this or better and what this means is that when something is when you want something and it's still on its way or you're not sure if you're going to get it or if something doesn't work out for you whether it's a breakup or whether it's a job opportunity or whatever it is if you can really stick with that mindset of this or better it makes everything so much easier to deal with and it also allows you to be excited about the future so for me if a door closes for me I am so, so certain that, okay, that just door was not for me and there's something else better for me because that's something that's more aligned to me personally and something that's going to help help me grow even more. If something is not for me, it's not going to work. It's, this is more, again, it's not saying give up and never try things. This is if you're trying and you're working hard towards something and it's just not happening and it's not within your control. It's just being able to release. And the whole principle of surrender and letting go is something that has, again, also been a very, very life-changing principle for me because I am very I can be really um driven sometimes and it's almost in a way where it's like you're clinging on to something so so tightly and you want to control every little outcome and control every part of the way things unfold instead of sometimes you just need to release surrender do the best you can and let go and allow what's meant to happen to happen and allow the the you know course to unfold and I think often because we are such fact-based people, we want to really control situations and the way they play out and we want to plan our futures in our head and try to really map it out in detail. And sometimes I think that being too specific on what you want can be such a detriment to you because if you are so certain you want this specific person to be your life partner or you want this specific role, this specific salary, whatever the scenario is, you sometimes can overlook things that are better for you. You might, you know, have an idea in your head of what you want your future partner to be like, but then if you're able to surrender and kind of let go and not force something that's not working, you might be missing out on someone that's even better for you or the qualities that you need in someone that maybe you just didn't think of, but you actually do need. So you need to be open to the possibility sometimes and let go. And just remember that if something is so resistant in your life, have a bit of surrender and remember that it's this or it's something better. It's never something worse. And in some cases it is. And when something is worse, you know, quote unquote, whatever that means, sometimes it's the lesson that we needed to experience. It's experience that we needed to have to build resilience, to just build experience, to, 
you know, learn something that's going to be the thing that becomes our purpose. Like you go through something challenging and then that is the purpose that is the driving force for you to achieve something different because you want other people to learn from your experiences. Life unfolds in such strange ways sometimes that we can't control and we can't anticipate. And I think allowing that to just unfold and believing that what is meant for you is on its way will just take away so much discomfort for you and so much stress and tension because it's tense when you're trying to control outcomes all the time and force things and you know sometimes it's best to just give something everything you've got and let go the next one that i have is learning that my self-esteem comes from how aligned i am to my purpose this principle if i could tell younger version of me one principle out of this list it would be the principle that my self-esteem is aligned to my purpose and not to my looks and it's something that i would love every young girl old woman whoever any person to know it's that because the sooner you understand that or you really see that in your own life it's the better because you'll waste so much less time on chasing like external aesthetic things I think that often, you know, we, and I notice this still for myself, I know what, that something's off based on how insecure I'm feeling. So I know, and this is the case for me, I don't know if it is for everyone, but it's something I really encourage you to really introspect on and and work out for yourself. But I know that I am my most confident and my self-esteem is the highest when everything that I'm doing is aligned to my purpose. I'm doing the things that, you know, make me feel like I am working towards my purpose. It doesn't need to be achieving something massive, but I'm I'm doing things that, you know, make me feel good about myself and are helping others. I'm using my experiences to help other people. I'm, you know, working hard on the things that make me feel good and, you know, I'm passionate about. And that is when I'm my most confident, when I'm in a routine, I'm working on my physical health. I am I'm making an impact on as many lives as I can. I am just in that good flow of my own purpose and when I'm sort of out of it you know maybe I'm just bogged down at work and I'm not really thinking about other things that I'm passionate about or I'm not you know exercising as much or I'm not doing the things that I know feed my soul I feel the most insecure that's when I'm noticing oh my god my skin that and oh I could lose more weight around my waist and oh I just feel so ugly today and all those all those thoughts creep in when I'm not in my most aligned state and I think that if you are stuck on this when it comes to self-esteem and you're you know constantly doing I don't know weight loss programs or you're fixating on your hair and what color should you dye your hair because you don't feel the most pretty or you know you're always trying new things because you don't feel good inside just try just try going inward and then working your way back outward that's not to say you can't like change anything aesthetically i am the last to talk when it comes to that because i love you know anything that's going to make me feel a bit more confident in my looks and stuff i'm all for it so but just try starting from the inside and going out so for example just start with what do i feel like my purpose is and you can You can answer this question pretty easily when you think about the things that you already do and what things that you do make you the most happy and then ask yourself why. Why is this, you know, hobby that I do, job, whatever it is that you do, when do you feel your happiest and why do you feel that way? And often the answer to that why is your purpose. So if you, you know, harness that, focus on that first and also carve out a schedule and carve out a lifestyle that is centered around doing those things or working towards those things that make you feel that happiness and that alignment to your purpose and then go from there and often 
these things are so interconnected. Like when I'm in a good flow state, like for example, now I'm in a good flow state with, you know, doing the podcast, I'm carving out this me time for myself to do it. I'm going to Pilates a certain amount of times a week. I'm doing my weekly breathwork class or going to yin yoga or doing something else to feed my soul from inside. My, you know, my motivation is better because I feel more balanced. My headspace is more clear because I've carved out the time for myself. I'm happier because I'm ticking off the things that I want to do and everything just works so synchronous, synchronous, what's the word? Synchronously? I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but you know what I mean? Everything is synchronized. One thing that I find so challenging is when I come home from work and I'm stressed or whatever it is or something else in, in life is stressing me out, the thought of coming home and cooking dinner, I just hate it for some reason like whenever I'm not motivated or I'm struggling cooking dinner when I get home feels like the biggest drainer of my life and I just hate it but when I'm in a good space and I've got a good routine and I know I went to the gym already I just got to come home or I went for my walk I'm like excited to like play my music and cook dinner and again everything just feels easier because I'm in that flow state where nothing feels like a chore and everything is working well together so that's why when one thing is hard it's usually like everything is hard or a lot of different elements are hard and you just got to get in that right flow state for things to feel like they're working well together and just that on its own like ticking the boxes or doing your daily routine or whatever it is that you want to do every single day that on its own helps so much with self-esteem and confidence so much more than any aesthetic change so this is a really a great one if you don't know where to start because i find that anything that is related to growth or achieving things or up leveling any sort of way it always starts with how you feel about yourself so if you can be so clear on how you feel about yourself and your level of self-esteem it's so much easier to know what genuinely is a big goal for you and what is just something you want to do for the sake of like how you appear to other people so next one that i have the principle of knowing that the way people treat you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves this one, I feel like it's a quote that we've probably seen before, but it's so, so true. And the more that I have introspected on myself and the more I understand myself on a deep, deep level and the more I've built my own self-awareness in just how I am in every area of life, the more I've realized how insanely true this statement is, that people treat you, the way people treat you really is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. If someone is really critical of you, you might not know it or you might not see it, but they typically are very critical of themselves internally and how that manifests is the way that they, they're looking for flaws in others because they're looking for flaws within themselves. If someone isn't just even in a, in a really simple micro context, when someone comes, um, you know, you, you interact with someone and they're really moody and just not nice to be around, it hurts your feelings, right? But at the end of the day, they're obviously not very happy or that you've got them on a bad day or whatever it is like the small things like that we all know that but on a deeper level I think we can struggle especially when it comes to any sort of relationship whether it's family dating friends sometimes it really can feel so so personal and so painful and we always tend to ask ourselves like what about us is wrong what about us is unlovable or whatever the case may be but deep down a lot of people just haven't done the internal work to meet themselves where you are so if you are more of a introspective and self-reflective person, you might be able to sense a thing that I'm like not in a good headspace today or I'm feeling really insecure. I, you know, you, you're aware of how you're feeling. I think having that just a little bit of awareness already puts you miles ahead because you're conscious of how you're, 
I guess, treating people or how you're behaving because you you know that I just feel this way. For some people, they're, they're living life in more of an autopilot state. It's not something that they're conscious of. So they're not living super consciously. So they might wake up and they're not really sitting and breathing and thinking. They're kind of walking out the door and then they're, you know, that they don't even know that, for example, something like theirs just deeply insecure and overworked and don't love themselves. So they're walking around, you know, having things to say about other people or they're never giving you praise when you feel like you deserve it because they probably aren't giving it to themselves. And I could go on and on about this. This is a very deep um, psychological principle. Obviously, it's simple in the way that, oh, if someone's in a bad mood, they're not going to treat you as well. But it's something that runs so so deep people's ability to be emotionally available we you know a lot of girls say that they've or people in general have had partners that are emotionally unavailable and you feel like they're not letting you in they're not opening up to you they're not sharing their feelings with you they're not communicating with you that often is because people like that who are emotionally unavailable they're unemo- they're emotionally unavailable even to themselves they haven't met themselves at that level of awareness yet they don't know what it is that they are seeking on a deeper level they don't know how to love you in a, in the way that you need because they don't know how to love themselves that way and that's why you feel that barrier between the two of you and i think that's a common feeling that people have experienced in relationships especially people that are a bit more securely or anxiously attached that are really open and expressive and craving that love and connection if they kind of describe it as though when you're with an avoidant partner it feels like there's a wall in between you or there's a big barrier in between you and you just can't seem to break that wall down that's because for people like that they've built this wall around them as an armor they feel that if they let their walls down it's it's going to hurt them on a deep emotional level and they haven't met themselves there so if someone is you feel like someone isn't opening up to you that's because they can't even open up to themselves they don't know how to and it takes people a lot a lot of work and when you feel like you are being treated in a way that you don't deserve it's so 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 easy to ask yourself questions about why me or why and and on this podcast I really I guess I push, you know, self-reflection, introspection, all that kind of stuff. But in some cases, it's better not to even ask yourself these questions because it's not always things that are in your control. And I think that's something to keep in mind, especially when it comes to how you're being treated externally by other people, that it's often a reflection of themselves and not something you need to unpack. Sometimes we actually don't need to unpack everything and some things were just best to let be. This is one of my personal favorites and this has been something that has really transform my life in so many ways and something that I'm so passionate about and feel so strongly about and that is the principle of the power of empathy. So empathy, should I give a little quick Google definition? So straight from Google, empathy is the ability of the <laughs> empathy is the ability to understand and share emotions of another person. An empathetic person sees the burden of another and feels that weight as though it is their own. Okay, so Two parts to this. To begin with, I wouldn't say take on other people's burdens. Definitely not. And this is something that has also been a detriment to me in a lot of areas of my life because I can be so deeply empathetic and I like feel other people's struggles on a personal level to a point where it's almost like uncomfortable. Like when you're angry on behalf of someone else because you feel like they're being treated unfairly or you feel so terrible because of what someone else is going through. But there's, you know, things that are out of your control. You can't really do anything. It can be really helpless feeling in a lot of ways so it's good to also really draw boundaries wherever you can if this is if you're quite an empathetic person but also it's something that can be really misconstrued as something that is a weak trait especially in like a more misogynistic viewpoint where you know the manly dominant 
powerful leadership way of being is to just not take on other people's problems and not be empathetic where I just think it's the complete opposite and that empathy really is a superpower it's the most amazing way of being and another definition I kind of saw about the power of empathy is that it's relinquishing judgment of self and others and it creates a spacious sense of well-being it connects you with others in a real and authentic way and it will diffuse yours and other people's emotions effectively to me I think that that is the most powerful thing creating connection and space for authenticity and people being themselves that is where the power is that is where things grow when people feel like their most authentic selves they are able to harness their abilities in an authentic way and that is when things really grow when people feel secure and connected they're the best version of themselves they're the best version of themselves and they can grow and achieve bigger things and i've always felt that you know being empathetic is not a bad quality sometimes you know it makes you feel weak or it can make you feel like you aren't hard enough and I almost for a while thought that maybe I'm not someone who should be in leadership because I have too much empathy but now I think that that is so far from the truth and if anything having empathy and being in leadership roles or roles where you can help and support others is an amazing quality to have and something that I think will truly change the world if we had more people in leadership with empathy and that is kind of one of my biggest missions I would say for this entire podcast is just to really prove that kindness and empathy and good intentions they're not a weakness they're actually such a huge strength and that it's possible to stay kind and pure and empathetic in this world that pushes being forceful and lacking empathy and stepping on others to make it far and doing whatever you got to do to make it to the top and not being able to look out for every person you got to look out for number one all that kind of stuff that we're fed especially in I guess a career sense that you know if you you got to look out for number one you've got to do what you need to do for yourself and all that kind of stuff which of course you do need to be a little bit selfish in some ways but this idea that you have to be completely shut off from your emotions to achieve things I think is ridiculous another thing that is one of my biggest purposes and driving forces is to really try and prove in this world that you can make it far kind you can make it far selfless you can make it far empathetic you can take bring people up with you you can be kind and you can be caring and you can still get far in life and you're not always going to be stepped on because I felt that so much where I felt that oh my kindness is taken for weakness still it happens to me where people take kindness as a weakness and they try and exploit it or they try and take advantage of that but the point is I'm nice I'm not an idiot and I think people people don't understand that because there's just this conception that when you come off really nice and open like people assume you're an idiot and that's one thing that I just can't stand because I've seen it play out so much in my life and I just don't think people even know that they're making that connection people don't even realize they're taking advantage of you because they think they're nice and it, it just happens so commonly and we all see it and sometimes we're all like well I'm not going to be so nice next time and I just want to you know if you felt that way I just want to urge you to just do not change keep being kind keep being empathetic because one day someone is going to feel that empathy that you gave them they're going to be so grateful that they got it from someone and they're going to use that feeling and they're going to achieve big things and you're going to going to have you know you're going to play a part in someone else's life having a positive outcome or just a positive day whether it's smiling any positive impact that you can make on someone else's life with empathy is a massive win and it's one step forward in the right direction for our society i think and in my life over and over in 
all sorts of scenarios, especially in ways where I've wanted to grow and, you know, be successful. I feel like the world is trying to harden me and make me be more tough. And I just want to be living proof that you don't need to harden to make it far in life. And I hope that this show inspires you and shows you it's possible to rise above and excel without ever stepping on anyone, without ever making someone feel like you don't empathize with them or make them feel unseen or unheard. And everything that I do, that's why I always say my purpose is not only to make like share my experience with other people, but also show people what's possible. And I I have so much that I want to achieve in this lifetime. I have so many big goals and dreams, but most importantly, like I just want my lifestyle and the way that I live and the way that I treat more importantly, more importantly than anything else is the way that I treat other people to be a true reflection of how far you can get with having really good intentions. So never retaliate, be kind, be empathetic, and just watch how if you stick to that and you are so sure of the way you are and the way you treat others, how far you can make it. And I want to be living proof of that. So that is my, my, my biggest goal and something I want you to carry with you throughout the week. If you're at work and you find yourself in a situation where you want to hit back or in a relationship or in a friendship or even a rude barista or a rude service worker, I feel like I always get like a rude bus driver or something. I don't know. I've had so many random, like really mean encounters and I just smile through it. People probably think I'm so dumb because I'm just smiling and waving or I'm laughing like, oh, she must be so stupid. No, it's a very intentional practice and a very intentional choice to not let people's negativity penetrate me. So if someone is horrible to me and I don't hit back and I don't retaliate, it's not because I'm stupid and I don't know how to. It's a very, very conscious decision to not let people's negative energy penetrate me because I know that my energy is better preserved for something bigger. Like I've got better things to do than to argue with a barista or whatever it is that happens to me. So, you know, just if you, if you are in a situation like that, just smile give them the fake smile. Tell You can tell them where they're wrong. You can totally do that. I'm not saying don't ever stand up for yourself, but just know deep inside that you're like, you know what? I know that this empathy that I have is my superpower and I'm going to use it for something a lot more important than this conversation. And, and my favorite thing about this as well, just in terms of the general topic of what we're talking about, is that it also ties into what I said before about people's behavior being a reflection of themselves not of you so when you know you know this person is treating me this way because they are so deeply insecure and they're not happy within themselves and if the only thing that makes them feel good is to try and kill my shine and my positivity and my radiance is just shining so bright that it's it's burning them it's bothering them so they're trying to push me down with them and knowing that that is what is happening makes it so 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 much easier to hold on to that kindness and hold on those pure intentions because you know so deeply that it's nothing to do with you and that helps me in so many different areas of life no matter what it is um, whether it's professional family friends strangers that inner knowing of the way people treating me being a reflection of others makes it so much easier for me again to be empathetic and it kind of goes backwards if you're an empathetic person you might already think oh that poor person she's probably having a bad day or this person probably feels insecure or this person that like they tie really well into each other because if you can kind of put yourself in the shoes of other people everything that happens to you feels so much less personal because like look this is nothing to do with me I'm just the person that they're around so I'm the easiest target and this has happened this happens to me in so many areas of life and it's so easy to feel sorry for myself but knowing that my empathy has made me aware of why people treat me that way it's made me aware of why people crave certain things I find that I I find this really easy to spot now now that I'm so self-aware and everybody's different and obviously I'm not out here like telling people these sorts of things but I find it really easy to pick when someone 
like people's intentions behind things in a way, if that makes sense, because I just can put myself in their shoes. So when you see someone that really wants something really desperately or they're just behaving in a certain way, it's I find it really easy to be like, oh, this probably comes from a lack of that or a feeling of that. And it just, yeah, it's just really a fun way to navigate life. Because when you ask really self-aware and really introspective, it it's like, it's, it's so crazy, but it's so easy to see other people's, um, you know, internal thought process or internal feelings about themselves because the more you are like working hard on yourself and the way you treat others and your internal beliefs about yourself about the world your internal experiences that have made you react certain ways you can just relate to other people more so I know that you know certain behaviors of mine and certain patterns of mine have come from childhood experiences from a deep feeling about myself for whatever it is I'm not even going to go into examples but knowing that what has made me the way I am makes it so easy to see what things because it could have made other people the way they are and again don't go out here expressing it like don't ever tell someone like oh you treated me like this because you're deeply insecure please don't do that but having that inner knowing helps a lot you have to allow people to obviously you have to allow people to meet themselves if someone doesn't know that they're behaving a certain way because of something deeper it's never your place to tell someone what to do or how to behave or how to work on themselves but just use it as your own bit of inner peace in the way that you're you know treating other people in your life and I honestly think I could do a whole episode dedicated to the power of empathy and how it's helped me because even up till now it has helped me in more ways than I can ever count there's so many situations where I'm so glad that I remained empathetic tried to see things from other people's perspective and that helped me not to retaliate at people, helped me not to clap back or to, you know, get revenge or speak up or whatever it might be. Because then down the track, me remaining kind in a situation has, you know, I've stayed in, it's, it's made me, A, look like a, a good, decent human being because I don't retaliate and I rise above. And sometimes in situations, you don't realize who's watching. There might be someone who is not directly involved in a situation that you're in and you handle it in a really distasteful, unkind way. Maybe you don't care about the person you're speaking to, but you don't know who they're telling or who is like watching you rise above. So there's been so many situations that I've been in where I've remained so kind and calm and patient. And I might have moved on from the situation at hand, but I've made a new connection with someone else that was involved and made a new friend who, a friend that then turned into a business connection or, you know, things um, unfold in mysterious ways and someone might be able to help you with something that you, you never would have thought of. Or you might find out later that a situation you were in with someone and they were horrible to you, you find out they were going through something that you had no idea they were going through and you can just feel peace in knowing that, oh, thank goodness I didn't, you know, stoop to their level and I didn't treat them unkindly and I remained kind because I didn't know that that's what they were going through and you just have you sleep better at night guys you sleep better at night knowing you're a good person and ultimately we all go through hard things trust me I I could do a whole episode no I could do a whole episode like again this podcast is such a reflection of how do I word it like this podcast is a reflection of what I've done with the cards that I've dealt. You guys, no one knows things that I've experienced. No one knows, or not no one, but most people don't know things that I've been through or experiences that I've had because it's not things that I'm going to share on a podcast or post on Instagram stories or publicize. But what I'm conscious of is that my platforms, whether it's Instagram, 
this podcast, wherever it is, like this is just a reflection of what I've done with my circumstances. It's not my cards, the cards that I've been dealt in life. And we all get dealt some shitty cards sometimes. And it's one of those parts of life that we just have no control over. But what we control is the way we react to situations and always reacting with kindness and with empathy and with a deep understanding of yourself and others is going to serve you so much in life. I can't even begin to explain how important I think this is. And I genuinely want to make a whole episode dedicated to it because if I could give you one tip for the episode, it's just be aware of how you treat people and how you treat yourself so always begin with treating yourself with the utmost kindness and respect your mind your body your soul this whole podcast is the lucky girl complex because you it's you know i want people to feel lucky and like abundant oh my gosh i'm so lucky this happened to me i'm so lucky that happened to me that's how i've felt for a lot of periods of my life at the moment but i know it's not luck it's i've cultivated i've created it i've created this luck i've cultivated this lifestyle where good things are coming to me because i'm a good person to other people or at least i'm trying to be obviously i'm not perfect but I'm trying to be a good person as much as I can and I'm trying to be resilient and I'm trying to remain kind and calm and I'm doing all these things so then good things come to me and that's how life works. So never allow your situation, no matter how bad it is, to dictate who you are. Never allow the way people treat you to dictate who you are. Never let your experience dictate who you are in any way and know that life is so interconnected. We're all connected as people. Our body, mind, soul is all connected with each other nothing is linear and that is this is it's becoming a bit of a tyrant a tyrant a bit of a tangent um and i hope that this message really really resonates with you and again if what i love about podcasts in general and why i've always enjoyed listening to them is not only what the people are saying in a podcast but what's resonates with me and what sticks so i just want to encourage you for this episode that if something particular like sticks or resonates with you explore it why why did that pique your interest to look into it why how does it did it make you feel a little bit uncomfortable why did it make you feel uncomfortable really use these topics and especially these principles if you you know want to cultivate a really successful life yourself look into why things feel uncomfortable and really unpack things and that's how you're going to see the most growth and expansion in your life but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode once again it was so good to record again and talk into this mic i'm so happy to also be able to record after being sick so that's my little one gratitude for the week and i hope you guys enjoy your week if please interact with the podcast episode if you enjoyed it leave me a little review on spotify or apple and follow me on the Instagram at the Lucky Girl Complex. And if you want to email me as well, it's also the Lucky Girl Complex at gmail.com. Or you can find me on my personal Instagram at Lara Weber underscore. And yeah, I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Mm-hmm.